When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and we have Neil and Mel with me today. Hello, Hello, everyone. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awkward pause. <laughs> Told you I'd give you an awkward pause just for fun. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Hey, everybody. Um, we're going to be talking about some SN9 updates today. Um, SN9 is on the pad. It is being prepped for launch. Um, we have other videos we have other update videos about that um but there's been some venting there's been some chilling there's been some moving around stuff uh no flap test yet haven't seen a flap test yet but that should be coming up in the future now um you know as of today let me see if i can find this one the uh let's see if i can find this i had this ready to go but i don't have it today <laughs> whatever uh, Lab Padre stream. Checked it out a little bit earlier. There's some motion going on. There's some people moving around, um, but there hasn't been any significant uh, updates to SN9 for today. Now, um, we do have some questions, though. We do have some questions uh, from you guys on Discord. And if you want to join up on Discord and ask your questions, we have a specific uh, question and answer discord link for live show so let me get that for you real quick and i will post it in chat there we go love the shirt well thanks matthew appreciate it there's the link in chat if you want to ask questions we already have a bunch of questions and we will um you know we'll answer those right now and mel's gonna shout those out to us so let's let's get to it let's get to your questions all right so uh first question you have is from astro matthew he says, uh, will we expect a different flight plan for SN9? Good question. Good question. <laughs> I wish I we knew the answer to that one, to be honest. That's about all I got. We're expecting they'll do the same thing. thing. We don't we expect them to do anything, anything different, different from, from SN8 just because, because it, makes it makes sense to get duplicate, duplicate data, data but, but, uh, or data, depending on who you talk to. But I think it makes sense to... Do that, do that myself. myself. Uh, Will, uh, what, do, what you do you think? I agree with you. Uh, I think the pretty much the same flight plan. Everything. There's an echo. Somebody says there's an echo. Feedback and echo. Okay. Let's see here. Neil, we might have to move you over to Discord real quick. That's okay. 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 Let's do that. Let me unmute you on Discord. We'll figure it out. Technical difficulties. We're all figuring this out. Uh, let's see. I will unmute Neil there and let me mute him on. There we go. Can you hear me now? Can you hear, Can you me, hear now? me now? Talking, Talking now. now. Do I have, do I have an, echo? an echo? Ooh, yeah. Why do you have an echo? Oh, I have to mute your uh, Discord, your Skype. Look at this. Professional. We're professionals here. Okay. Like... <laughs> I've muted on Skype. So can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yep. There we go. Can everybody else hear? All good. Are we good? Our apologies. Oh, for fixed. Okay. Difficulties. Yeah, there we go. We figured it out. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the uh, the help there. Okay. Matthew says it's great. Okay, cool. Now let's. Um, awesome. So, back to the flight plan. We don't think anything different is going to happen, except for maybe SN9 will land properly. That's about it. That's all I got. 
but we don't yeah, really know at this point. It's dead center of the platform. Yeah, and not blow up. That would be really nice. And not blow up. <laughs> not crumple and get destroyed. Forgot to add that part. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we got any more questions, Mel? I know we got a couple more. Yeah, so I just, uh, we have the next question is, what is the predict predicted day for the hop? Ooh, uh, let's see here. Well, we're going to get into that a little bit later on in the show, but we can give you a little bit of, I'll give you a little hint. Um, the road closures are a little bit wonky. They changed from last time. So there was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this, this uh, week that it was closed. And now that's changed. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but it's a little teaser for you. All right, that's that one. All right, All right. so let's get on to um, the meat of the show. What are we talking about next, Will? What do we got going on? We got SN8. Uh, the SN8 pad is clearing, and uh, they're they're working on stuff, uh, working on the pad and making sure that it's clear for the SN9 landing. There we go. And we have a few photos from RGV Aerial Photography. There we go. RGV. I always get that wrong. RGV Aerial Photography. Um, so a few things. Update. Starship SN8 remains are still being cleared from the, la the landing pad. Also, pad should be clearing in 15 minutes as per announcement on the loudspeaker. So here's a photo of... <laughs> What do I call a backhoe before? <laughs> a backhoe, a front end yes. loader, whatever. All those things that people uh, excavator, an excavator. People were uh, <laughs> were commenting that it was just like I don't know what I'm talking about with these things. But they're moving some stuff out. As you can see, they're moving big chunks of SN8 off the pad. Um, and from there, we got you know a couple more excavator photos. Look at that claw, the giant excavator claw, yeah. crumpling. Yeah, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things holding up the launch of SN9, and, and getting the pad clear and fixed was two of them. Uh, so now they're clearing the pad, and they're also fixing the pad as well. Um, unfortunately, it looks like SN8 has been crumpled. Wah, it looks wah, like it's it not being saved for, for posterity. It has been crumpled and is being taken away in pieces. Yep. Unfortunately, you know, maybe they're going to recycle the steel. We're not sure exactly what they're going to do to it. Um, SN8 will relive in SN25. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe they'll recycle it. Um, yeah, so there we go. We got a couple of photos from RGV Aerial. And here's the here's something that's really, uh, really interesting to me is that the SN8 crater has been fixed. It's been repaired. Okay, so that's a big chunk of concrete that they repaired and as you can see there's still some some debris laying around but the pad the landing pad itself up here the pad has been repaired so make memorial coins out of it Niels. that sounds awesome that sounds like fun <laughs> that's a good idea that's um, a good idea so the the pad has been fixed new concrete has been laid now what is going to happen and how long is this thing going to take because at this point, you know, the the pad had been cratered by SN8. There was basically a giant crater in the middle of it. They had to, um, you know, they had to dig it out and they had to refill the whole thing. So as you can see, the whole thing has been refilled. They didn't just dig out certain pieces, just a big rectangle that they replaced. So got a little bit of information about, you know, how long will it take for this pad to dry. Um, it initially sets in about, and this is, I just Googled this, so I'm not a concrete expert guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, if there's so. any experts in the audience, please uh, speak up. If there's any way to uh, speed up these times, we'd love to hear that too. Yeah, that would be great to hear. Um, Texas weather. Yeah, Matthew, I agree. I agree. Uh, 24 to 48 hours, the initial set. And uh, the forms can be removed and people can start walking on the surface. So, you know, in a couple of days, people will be out there 
walking on the surface, checking it out, making sure everything's all flat and good and everything, um, clearing it up a little bit. Uh, seven days partial curing traffic from vehicles and equipment is okay. 28 days, um, you know, it's possible that they might have to wait a while before Starship SN9 launches. So up to 28 days. Kyle's got some comments cure. here about concrete. Uh, okay. If he's worked in construction, poured it before. It depends on what kind of concrete you use. It can be super long or super or super strong, I imagine you said, or super fast. Um, I, I, sorry, you did say super long. You probably meant that. But I, I would guess that super long means super strong and super fast means a little bit weaker, perhaps. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. If you guys know anything about concrete, please join our Discord because I have yeah, no idea. Arnold, 28 days, he says. So, 28 days. Yeah. Okay. So we could be we, and they're gonna want that pad fixed. They're gonna want it to be. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff, and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just seven dollars a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and is really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Fully cured, I would think, before they land anything on it. So my guess is that we're looking at a few weeks before this thing launches. Yeah, at least at least a few weeks. At least yeah. a few weeks. Which is disappointing, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So folks are asking if the Texas weather can make concrete harden faster. And I don't think that's the case because concrete, it's not like regular cement. It's actually an exothermic chemical reaction. So yeah. that's where the cure time comes from. So yeah, and the actual, humidity, the humidity might be more of a factor than temperature, but not 100% sure on that. Yeah. And the longer you keep it wet, the stronger it gets. Is that correct? Those people in chat? Uh, Braden says you actually want more moisture to help uh, for best yeah. results. Okay. For sure. So they'll probably cover up this part of the pad, uh, I would think, and let it set really slowly. Remember they, when they poured the uh, uh, orbital launch pad, those big tubes that are over to the left of this photo, they covered them up the top with some plastic, and it's been sitting there since they poured it. They haven't touched it since. Now, it's an awful lot of concrete in there, but uh, my guess is that they're just letting that stuff cure as long as they possibly can. Yeah, I'd assume so, too. Uh, uh, Tango says, can't Starship land even if it's not fully set? Um, it can land. I don't think it would land properly. I think there'd be a lot of debris if it's not fully cured because they need it to be as hard as possible because if there's any sort of structural weakness to the concrete, 
um, as we've seen from the launches, um, there's just debris everywhere. Could damage engines, could damage anything, and then the landing could be a It'd failure. It'd be horrible. It'd be horrible if they landed in that same spot perfectly, but the because it wasn't fully cured, it it destroyed the landing pad in that area and destroyed the SN9 at the same time. It would be a horrible thing for that to happen. So yeah. And they can't really aim this thing too well just yet. So I would say that they're probably <laughs> going to yeah. wait. Yeah, they're still working on um, that. So it could be a little while before we see a launch here. Yeah, could be a little bit, you know. Um, and that's, you know, it's just the way that these things work. You know, we all want to launch as soon as possible. And, you know, I would love to have had a launch this week. I was pushing for the second week. I was pushing for the fourth. I was pushing for today <laughs> for lunch, but you know, we sometimes we can't have nice things, and you know, it, we will have them eventually. You know, we will eventually yeah. have a launch of SN. You know what? Now they get more time to test. They can do a whole bunch of static fires. They can do a a relight of the engines to to make sure that the pressure is adequate um, to land and that sort of thing. I think that uh, there's a lot of opportunity to do more tests on SN nine than they than they really probably wanted to do uh, and they'll take that time to do it yeah. so it won't be sitting there static it'll it'll be doing stuff yeah 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 and they want yeah they want to make sure that it is fully functional that it needs to be a fully functional rocket of course flap tests my favorite part uh but and they have to do all the other all the other tests they can do a bunch of static fires they can test a bunch of other stuff cryo stuff on the way to this pad test yeah. uh, pad land the landing pad there we go landing pad curing so we have we have plenty of time to test this thing so a couple weeks at least probably unless they had some sort i'm i'm guessing two weeks at least yeah yeah Uh, kyle's uh, on the concrete was again kyle's mentioning that uh it doesn't need more than seven days perhaps with their tech but my guess is that they're gonna I don't know anything, but it's going to be at least a week, if not two. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know anything. Know anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so Nick says you're not building a house or launch pad with this concrete. You can land a rocket on cured concrete in a few days. Now, Nick, let me ask you, what about what about the kickback from the thrusters from the landing? That's what I'm really concerned about, you know, because it's yeah, very hot. It's just going to eat into it. Yeah, it'll eat into the concrete and, you know, the propulsion system could just dig it out again and start shooting shrapnel all over the place. So, you know, that's that's my major concern about not having the pad curing. But also somebody else in chat said something about additives and that possibly they have additives for the concrete to help it cure faster. But um, I'm going to go with Neil on this one and say a couple weeks at least, at the very least. And... Uh, Probably more like yeah, three, would, three weeks. I would think that anything you're doing, adding things to the concrete to make it dry faster or, or cure faster, I should say, is um, is just going to make it a little bit weaker, I would think. Like anything you're adding to the concrete is is taking away from the, the ability for it to get as strong as possible. Um, my guess is that they wouldn't do that, even for speed. Yeah. I don't think they really care too much about launching the things fast. I think they want to mm-hmm. launch them properly. And yeah, you know. uh, SN10, for instance, and we'll maybe talk about SN10 a bit more, but SN10, for instance, is right behind it. Uh, but they still have to do the plumbing on it, still have to do the electrical on it, they still have to get it ready. It's going to take a few weeks to get that ready anyway. So if SN9 takes two weeks to launch and SN10 just keeps getting ready over in High Bay, so be it. Yeah, yeah, not and a big SN10 deal. SN10 can move over and SN10 can be launched within days at that point perhaps because they've done all the tests so there was a um somebody posted a render yeah somebody posted a render i think it was uh rdv ariel actually posted a render of um two starships right next to each other on the pads i'll have to try to find that real Mm -hmm. quick but it's really interesting to see uh you know see these two starships like right next to each other getting ready to launch um Here's another cool thing, too. Here's a video yeah. of the SN8 they've, nose cone that's being cleared. Check this yeah, out. They've, this definitely, they've definitely teased having two starships up there once. Yeah. Here's a video for you guys oh, to check yeah, out. There goes SN8. Oh, look at that. Sad. That's, yeah. That's, it was going to be something, but then they're just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let's crush it. 
it's really cool. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. But how cool is it that we get to watch this, though? Like, this is a thing that we get to watch. It's pretty amazing. It really is. Yeah. Poor SN8 nose cone. El there it goes. Clunk. Uh, Kyle's asking Kyle's asking in Discord, uh, what modifications to SN from SN8 to SN9 are most noticeable or different? Ooh. That's interesting. Um, um, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I know that uh, Elon has said that the changes between SN8 and 9 are minor. There are changes, but they are minor. Um, not really that noticeable, to be honest. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you know, as far as I've seen as well, there's not really that much not much different because they they want to make sure that it's all you know just a test yeah. article whatever it has to they, be like pretty much the same they can't change a yeah, lot whatever they learn one to the next what, yeah whatever they learn from sn8 has been applied to sn9 um as much as best as they can based on what they've built and uh they move forward that way and whatever they learn from sn8 and 9 will be applied to sn10 and these things just get better and better that's the the point of this iteration building uh, Kushal says, will the Raptors be at full thrust this time and will it fly to an, a higher altitude than SN8? Um, it'll probably be pretty similar to SN8. Um, it'll probably, I'm assuming it's going to be the same height, 12.5 K. Um, in yeah, the, I, th I don't I think, think it'll I be full thrust either. Past. Yeah. I didn't think they, they, there's not a lot they can learn by going higher really, yeah. uh, other than perhaps thrusting the raptors up a little bit more i think they were as low as they could probably go in in sn8 uh, most of the way up so perhaps they could increase the thrust a little bit but beyond that they really can't learn a lot by going to 30 kilometers um, yeah. they've already done that they've already done the belly flop uh, they've already shown they can control the vehicle while it's landing um, or before it lands uh, so i don't know the, the value of going higher just yet yeah that's what I'm thinking too. Uh, there's no, there's no real reason to go higher other than maybe test thrust. That's about it. Uh, test yeah. extra thrust, but I mean, th then they hit terminal velocity with the with the belly flop anyway, so they couldn't really yeah. get any get any faster. That they, yeah, anything they saw that didn't quite work on SN8, they want to redo that and see whether it works again on SN9. Um, when the engines shut off on SN8, there's a bit of bouncing around between the engines like they probably ran into each other a couple times so i think they probably want to test that again to see whether they can make that a smoother process yeah uh, that's just one example for instance uh there's there's other things as well obviously the landing but um i think that they just want to do it again and see you don't uh, you don't take one you know one kick of a soccer ball and, and get it in the net and say i'm done i've practiced enough for the rest <laughs> of my life you, you kick that ball a thousand <laughs> times you know yeah. Um, so, I think that they'll they'll continue to to kick that ball. Yeah, I agree too. Um, yeah, and there's a couple couple comments in chat. Uh, if they're testing heat shield, shields, they're going to go higher. They need they're going to fly higher, fall faster. Um, initially, I don't think they're going to do a lot of different. Um, you know, not a lot higher, not a lot faster. Um, mainly because they have to test. It's like the very the very baseline test was SN8. That was the very baseline, and they have to stay on that baseline until they have it perfect. Then from there, they'll move up to the next one because they have to get all the data, and they have to make sure that everything is great before they move up to yeah. 15K, 30K, 50K, etc. For sure, for sure. And you're not going to test a tiny little area of heat shielding. The only reason they've, they're on the right there is to test the installation of it uh, as well as to make sure they don't fall off during the belly flop. Yeah. Um, but you you can't test the heat, the heat protection part of it without going into the atmosphere or, or out of the atmosphere and back in again. Um, and they wouldn't do that with a tiny part. It would be the entire bottom of the ship would be covered at that point. You're looking at uh, maybe SN15. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. That sounds pretty good. Um, I want to show you guys this also. Um with SN10 nearly complete. This is RGV aerial photography um, on Twitter, RGV aerial photos. But they posted this, I've been showing this a little bit. Um, 
SN10, SN9 on the pad together. And then they, you know, uh, left Starship is Photoshop SN8, right is SN9. And then this is the cool part. Elon says, yes. So we're probably going to see that, which is going to be... Sure. What? Especially if it takes a <laughs> month for SN9 to launch. Yeah. Uh, they're going to run out of space. They'll run out of space over in the build site. They'll have to get rid of SN10. Yeah. The bays <laughs> are going to be full, and they just have to move it out yeah. and onto the pad. And you know what? They they were so close with SN8 to land Yeah. that I think the distance they've got between the launch pad and the landing pad is enough that the vehicle won't get damaged if they yeah. uh, if they have another problem. But certainly if they land fine, it'll be totally fine. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, now let's. I I mentioned this really briefly uh, during the early part of the show about the road closures. Um, now let's take a look at the weirdness that happened with these road closures. So we were supposed to be closed Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week. So right now we're closed on Monday. This is from Cameron County. This is from the Boca Chica Beach area where uh, Starship is being built. Road closure. Uh, is scheduled for today from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. This is all um, Texas time. Secondary date, which is tomorrow, the road's open. The beach is open. So the closure got canceled. The beach is open. People can drive through. There's probably not going to be any testing tomorrow. Um, there's no, you know, there's no reason. Um, Oh, wait, that's December 29th. I apologize. That's my bad. So, <laughs> okay, so that's my bad. Okay, I just looked at that, and I was like, wait, what? Okay, so Monday, f we're all, cl we're close. Never mind. We're close. This whole segment's gone. <laughs> I ruined this whole segment. <laughs> no, segment, okay, let's let's just not that's do this said. one. That's, that's said, said, we're probably looking at, uh, we're probably looking at static fires and crowd yeah. tests again, rather than. Uh, like yeah. wet dress rehearsals and whatnot, rather than a launch. I don't think we'll see a launch. <laughs> yeah, we're, I don't think we're gonna see, because the landing pad isn't done basically. So exactly. down, so down here, uh, those are the closures Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, basically <laughs> of this week. All right, all right, you guys caught me. You got me. Who said that first? This is the last uh, that is Tuesday. You can go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, go back in time. Go back in time. If, <laughs> I think if you fly Starship, uh, counterclockwise is it uh, what Superman did? You can turn back time. <laughs> so if you could fly a starship that way that fast then you can go back and go to the beach um so we got closures all week or monday tuesday and wednesday of this week so like before uh like neil said just pretty much the same tests as before uh, but the pad has to cure so <laughs> the booster elves will hear you <laughs> yeah i hope i really hope um you know, the next couple of weeks we can get a launch, but yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those, one of those things that's like, man, that concrete, that's the thing <laughs> that's going to hold them back. That's the one thing that's holding them back. The for sure. one thing. Yeah. Because they're pretty much ready. Pretty uh, much ready as far as I know. T-Chick, just, uh, sorry, I just noticed T-Chick has asked a question in chat about questions she asked in Discord, uh, or they asked at Discord. Sorry. I didn't mean to assume. Um, we, uh, we're going to be talking about the booster in a second, and we've got your question all lined up for that. So uh, we'll definitely get to that. Oh, cool. Yes. Okay. We just uh, we saved it. Okay. So there we go. Um, so this is the... Wait, which booster? What are we talking about? Do you want to, do you want to go over that, Neil? Uh, Let's do it. Starship, uh, the Starship Heavy, yeah. Um, oh, like so, catching it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the question was, uh, how would they get a Super Heavy to be so precise when landing? I heard yeah. something about it being able to hover on another channel. How would that work? Uh, not just hover, but uh, Elon has suggested they want to try and catch the booster as it comes back down and then put it yeah. gently back down on the landing, the launch pad, and get it ready to go in another hour. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, and everybody's kind of going going crazy trying to um, trying to figure out how that would happen or how that would work. Uh, I think the best version I've seen is is a pair of huge hands that catch it gently and put it gently back onto the launch pack. <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. Uh, Elon said that they'll use the grid fins to absorb the weight of it coming down and catch it. Um, they're going to have to go. It's those grid fins are going to be crazy, crazy strong. Yeah. I don't know exactly how they're going to uh, <clears throat> to do that um, unless it sort of absorbs 
the weight as it comes down. Like even this example you're showing now is so precise. Yeah. The landing is so precise. There's it, it's a perfectly vertical landing. This isn't um, going to happen. I don't like know this. how you how you do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's um, insane. It's going to have to have it's going to have to be a system I would think. This is sort of my idea without doing any graphics. It would have to be a system that would monitor the flight path, uh, assume and guess as to where the, the spacecraft is going to be or the booster is going to be as it comes back down and then adjust its catch to match that trajectory. I don't know how you otherwise, I don't know, you're not going to be able to land on a dime, I, I don't think, <laughs> with the booster. I don't think you'll be yeah. able to land on the dime every time you want to. Um, you know, wind gets in the way um slight anomalies with thrust and whatnot i think i would think that it's there's always going to be some element of play right or left or forward or back yeah and if as we've seen from falcon 9s like there's always something there's there can be anything that goes wrong and whether it you know it lands on its legs and tips over or it just kind of misses a little bit or it like scoots a little bit because the the telemetry is wrong with the the data is wrong or something like that. Yep. There's been some incidents. Um, yeah, worst case scenario is here nine. that yeah is that the the system to catch it fails. Yeah, and causes the booster to tip over and explode, and then your your whole launch pad's gone for a while. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of thinking going on out there. Yeah, uh, I still think that Elon might have been joking, but who knows. He might not have been. <laughs> yeah, you never know with that guy. He's a memer. He could have just been like, yeah, we're going to catch it. And just like he shut off his phone for like two hours and been like, haha, I got him, yeah. you know? Yeah. He could be if that guy. If I were Elon, I would do that all the time. Yeah. Because, you be know, honest. he kind of crowdsourced an idea, though, which is really cool. Because he might have had it in his head, yeah. like, you know, hey, I, I would love to catch this thing. And I have a few ideas. Uh, I'm just going to post on Twitter and see what happens. And then, like, you know, 100 people reply, like, how is that even possible? You know, yeah, not this even is my just idea. replied, but put hours into a, an animation. Yeah, them. yeah, they showed them all 3D the different models. things that people thought about. Yeah, it's pretty incredible when you think about it. Oh yeah, and uh, if the solution comes from one of those, just you know, out of the blue, that would be incredible. What an incredible accomplishment! Accomplishment to say, hey, we're going to do this, and then somebody else out there in the world catches it and, and does it. Yeah, um, that'd be credit crazy. Yeah, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. I um, I, I, I don't even understand. I don't understand how this is going to work. It's too big. That's what. That's how I feel. It's it's way too big to catch it. But also, I also thought rockets yeah. weren't going to land vertically ever. So, you know. That's true. That's you know, true. Uh, so, and I never <laughs> thought that Starship would, I never imagined Starship could belly flop. I never thought Starship, a, a rocket could belly flop. And when they... When they announced Starship was going to belly flap, I was like, what is this going to, like, what's going to happen? But it worked. <laughs> These people are smart, yeah. man. So, yeah, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be some future engineers out there that are going to be catching massive, massive rockets. And it's, what the heck? And then sending them to Mars with people on them. What the heck? That's insane. Um, For sure. Yeah, we have um, we have some other videos. So I don't know if you guys saw our um, Starship interior videos yet. We have we have a, a bunch of them that are like, you know, we have one that's really curated for the uh, launch and observation deck. We also have some other discussion videos, but uh, we're gonna get some ideas from you guys. Speaking of crowdsourcing, about uh, mm -hmm. some of the lower decks as well, and we're also working on some lower decks ourselves. Um, and I want to share a few ideas. So we can't share any of the video yet, but we have, you know, we get ideas for things by looking at other things, right? So what do we, what do we think of when we started this kind of journey of building our own starship? Uh, Neil and Neil Park and myself and Mel all worked together to build the uh, launch, the flight deck and the uh, observation deck. And now we're working on another deck, which can't really, well, I don't know. Should we say what it is? It's kind of, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Neil. You could say what it is. Sure. Why not do it? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so this is, okay. So let me, let me just very briefly, it's the living quarters. 
basically Neil has been working on this a lot. So I'm going to hand it over to him in a second, but basically it's the living quarters where people will be hanging out on their way to Mars, sleeping, etc. And we have a couple, we can't, we, we had a couple ideas for this and Neil just went crazy with it. And I'm going to show you some pictures of, uh, of some of, some of our, some of our influences here. Um, let me bring these up now. So Neil, do you want to explain kind of what we're, what we're going for here? Yeah, well, in the first video that we did, the launch an observation deck, uh, if you haven't watched that video, please go and watch it. It's pretty awesome, I think. Um, but uh, in the first one, we had 16 chairs in the launch deck uh, in a circle that people could uh, launch and enjoy the view out of the huge window. Um, so we've gone ahead with that. We think that 16 is a pretty good number of astronauts to head to Mars in the first vehicles. Um, not only for space reasons, but also for mental health reasons. Um, we just think that that's a, a, it allows everybody a decent amount of personal space uh, on the six month journey uh, to Mars and gives them an opportunity to, uh, to be alone as well as gather together, um, do whatever they need to do. Um, so our goal obviously was to fit 16 cabins into our, our habitat um, deck, if you will. And, um, so that's what we've we've worked on, um, and we're talking about a nine meter wide starship here. Uh, that gives us a lot of space. These are actually pretty luxurious little cabins that people get. That's um, going to be a space where you want to hang out, you want to watch a movie, you want to talk to your friends and family back home, you want to do some work. Um, there's lots of room in there. Um, obviously, if we look into what's currently being used as sleep space on the ISS or, or on Mir or whatever, what have you. Um, they're pretty small little spaces. They're like telephone booth size spaces. Uh, there's enough room in there for a couple of computers. There's enough room to sleep in and there's enough room for, you know, a couple of pictures on the wall and whatnot, but that's it. Uh, that's all you get. And um, we wanted to make sure that people had a little bit more than that uh, on the trip to Mars. Uh, and we also knew that when they got to Mars, they'd still have to use these. Uh, so we want people to be able to sleep uh, on the ISS. People sleep sort of on all walls. So up, up and down don't matter on the space station. So um, we want to make sure people could sleep there when they got to Mars. So all of our, our cabins are vertical, not vertical. They're horizontal. So you can actually sleep horizontally when you get to Mars. Um, yeah. And as Will just pointed out, um, he showed you the windows. Uh, so the next deck down from the observation deck is the habitat deck and they're going to have windows on half the ship so uh, people will actually be able to see out of their cabins um, and we imagine halfway through the trip you maybe you swap with the other half so that uh, everybody gets a chance to see outside yeah um, window seat call yeah it. it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we've got we've got um, provisions in place to for radiation protection with those windows as well so um, we're we're working hard to make this not only um sort of the spaceship of our starship of our dreams but also a practical ship as well that could actually uh live uh, you could live in and would be protected by um on the way as well it's not all yeah. of it looks there's just practicality in there as well yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a good mix so uh, like in the past elon has stated um that he wants it to be luxurious you know if you're if you're launching yourself to another planet or between uh, you know, New York to LA, he wants it to be really nice. Um, so uh, for this concept of our second deck, we, uh, Neil was throwing up some of these ideas and here's, um, you know, a luxurious uh, walk through. I, I'm not sure where this is from, you know, but it looks this like. Is a, uh, this is a cruise ship. This oh, is the, cruise ship. The, yeah, this is sort of the entryway onto a cruise ship. Okay. Yeah. So um, it. It'll be around the same size, won't it? To be moving around inside the starship, it'd be it's similar. Big, yeah. It's... Yeah, I mean, we wanted to maximize the space that people had in their cabins. So, these quote-unquote hallway, as I'm calling it, um, which has the sort of the access tube to the other decks, as well as sort of space to move around into your cabin, uh, is a little bit less. Uh, it's a little bit smaller than um, than what you just saw there, but. Obviously, it's, we want to make sure that people have enough space in their cabins to enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're working on uh, we're working with Neopork, by the way. If you've never seen Neopork stuff, uh, Neopork eighty five on Twitter, and uh, if you've never seen Neopork stuff, go look at everything he's ever done. 
because Neo has <laughs> probably, I would assume, if not the best Starship renders, um, top like the top one percent of Starship renderers out there for sure. And you know what? Yeah. Neo, the best part about Neoport, the best part about working with Neoport, is that it's not just you're not just getting renders out of him. Yeah. You're getting art out of him. He's an yes. artist. He's yep. not just a, a, a you know, a, a renderer. Um, his, his, the starship, for instance, the starship um, textures that he's got on his renders are incredibly detailed. He's put so much effort into the rivets and the, the patina on the, on these, the stainless steel. It's, it's incredible. Uh, he's done a fantastic job. Yeah. And, uh, very, very and, intricate. And not only that, but we get a lot of, you get a lot when you, when you send them concepts, like we've done for our, our decks, um, it comes back with art in it. It, it you know, it, yeah. he actually puts thought into, you know, uh, for instance, something I thought that was amazing is that he, um, I said, here's where the mattress will be. Um, and I've noticed some people mentioned that uh, sleeping horizontal in space doesn't make difference. I meant sleeping horizontal when you land on Mars, when the space Starcraft actually lands on, lands on Mars. So on the mattress, he actually put seams in the mattress where you would have to sew the leather or whatever it happens to be that's covering the mattress. Um, I didn't tell him to do that. He just did it. Uh, and that's the sort of thing that you, the detail you get, the thought process that's going through it. Incredible work. Thank you, Neil Pork. Yeah. And he was, he was awesome to work with too. Cool dude. Like really cool dude too. So and I guess I gave it away there. We've seen renders everyone. We're, yes. we're at the point where we're looking at renders from Neil Pork of the next deck and uh, we're just working on details now and it's going to be incredible. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I can't, I really can't wait for the next, the next steps because we have, we've already had so much cool stuff, like so much work that we put into this and uh, Neil and Neo have been working really hard to get this to a really good spot. And we're like, we're pretty, I mean, we're, I wouldn't say we're pretty close. We're, but we're pretty close. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. We're much closer than we were a month ago. So for sure, uh, but these things take time, man. These things take a lot of time. And, and we, you know, we said to Neopork, we said, we want this to look awesome. We don't want to rush it. Yeah. And don't, uh, don't so rush he's, it. he's it. taking his time and he's putting that art in, as I said, and yep. uh, the artistic skill in. So it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, there's a few more things in here. And there's like, this is wild though. This is, this one's wild. I saw this one in the discord and I was like, what? Wait, hold on. I gotta, I gotta zoom in on this, like this crazy <laughs> chandelier, you know, and it's just like, yeah, it's Neo, a cruise ship. Neil Pork and know? I were talking about lighting. Um, and, uh, this is one of the things we've kind of looked at and thought, Hmm, what can we do with that? You know, we've got this, we've got this tube, uh, this, this sort of access tube going up through the center of the ship. Um, what can we do with that? Uh, and this is one of the pictures that uh, I, I wanted to use as inspiration. So, uh, yeah, we're working on it. We're working. Yeah. We're, we're hoping to make this habitat deck. Um, there's a, there's a very real possibility of this thing looking like a morgue, um, because you've got this basically a tube with some, some doors in it. Um, yeah. and we don't want it to look too, uh, too, plane to uh, so we're putting a little bit of decoration on this thing we want this thing to look like it's a a luxury cruise liner if you will well you're going to be um, there for so we're, like half a year so it's got to be nice and then and then some right once yeah. you land you'll be living in it as well until you're ready to move to the surface so um yeah we wanted this thing to sort of have a little bit of luxury to it have a little bit of more um personality to it uh have a little more texture a little bit more interest so yeah, we're working on that. That's that's the details that we're talking about. So yeah, we want this thing to look awesome. Yeah, we're we're just we want it to look pretty great because it's got to be luxury, man. This is your new life. Yeah, you know, and you're spending. You're probably going to spend a bunch of money to go to Mars. You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, probably maybe a million bucks. I don't know, a couple million bucks to go there. So it's got to be up to your standards. You know, if you have that kind of money that you can throw around you might as well have something really nice when you go there. So it's cool. I think it's really awesome, man. I'm really excited about our, our next kind of uh, voyage into this starship uh, rendering stuff. It's pretty cool. This is the stuff. So like, and I'm going to be honest with everybody, like this is the stuff that I wanted to do since I was a kid. <laughs> and I'm like, how can I do it? And I just never got a chance. And now Neo 
and Neil have this crazy idea. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and somehow, like somehow we got connected to Neo and uh, reached out to him and it all worked out. So and it's, yeah, Neo is super cool. And we're working really hard to get this out to you guys. Um, and, you know, we're, we're figuring it out, but it's, I'm pretty yeah. stoked about it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, and we have a, a bunch of questions about like, when will the launch be? for SN9. So SN9 launch, um, we're speculating between two weeks or about a month, anywhere in between there, just because the pad, yeah. the landing pad has been fixed, but the, but the concrete is secure. So, yeah, I think that the spaceship itself is ready to go. It's not spaceship. I guess the suborbital launch vehicle is ready to go. <laughs> um, they just need to do a couple more tests on it. Um, test the Raptors, but, yeah, they just it, we're waiting on the the, the SN8 um, damage to be cleared and fixed and put back to rights. Yep, SN8 itself is gone now, sadly. Yeah, uh, but uh, the pad definitely needs some time to to cure the concrete that they've just poured. They just poured it today, Kyle. As far as I'm, as far yeah. as I know. So it was. Yeah, it was either like, last night or today. It was yeah, very. I got the news about an hour ago about it. So. Um, yeah, it's it's all poured. It's it's curing right now. So, yeah, we'll see. But there's no concrete. So that's the other thing. There's no concrete on Mars, and we're we're gonna have another video probably in the future. Where we're gonna have a, at least a discussion with all you guys. Like, how do you think they're gonna land on Mars? Because there's no landing pad. We've talked about this a bunch before, but you know, we'll come up with concepts. We'll have ideas. Uh, we'll do sketches, etc., and just kind of throw it out there and see what you guys think. Because um, you know, landing legs, could they work? You know, Elon wants to do landing legs at some point. He also wants to catch the Starship super heavy. So what the heck? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what the, it's like, is there a landing, is there a landing mount for a Starship? Or uh, is it going right. to be legs they want, or? They don't want to have legs, apparently. He, yeah. Elon says that the legs will get in the way of the aerodynamics as well as add weight. Um, yep. So that's why they want to catch it. Yep. Yeah. Super heavy is going to be crazy, man. If they catch super heavy, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. Send the Roomba first to clear the pad. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So there's, there's a few options, you know, uh, Mars is rocky as well. Um, Mars has big slots of large rocky areas, like flat rocky areas. Um, so maybe landing on a large flat rock might be an idea. You never yeah. know. Um, but there's also sand on Mars. There's also debris on Mars that, you know, if it's a flat rock, there's probably going to be pebbles on it. There's probably going to be some other debris on it from something at some point. So do you land on this giant flat rock and just go like, hope we make it? But yeah, landing legs seem like a thing, but also yeah, send a well, pad. The, I think one of the first builder. things you need to do, yeah, you need to, you need to send a robot to build a pad. It's yeah. got to be one of the first ships that go. Actually, the first couple of ships need to be sort of probably redundant of each other, uh, have the exact same robots in each ship so that if one doesn't make it, the other one hopefully does. Yep. Uh, and then have something in there that can uh, can build that pad for them. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be really great. Oh, thank you, Mr. Glick Click. Oh, thank thanks, dude. That. Super chat. Yeah, I appreciate that. Breaking the ice with my pledge of support. Thank you so much. <clears throat> yeah, that's a that's a good way to help out the channel, too. Thanks helps out a ton um so yeah we at this point sn9 two to three weeks probably three or more but in between them they can who knows? they can As test Kyle says in the chat there yeah it's possible who knows? they have some you know they they're talking to the best concrete pourers in the world so yeah uh it's possible they've got some additive in there that's making it faster stronger faster who knows uh, i'll uh so we don't know and we're gonna keep gonna keep our eyes out and watch what's happening yeah, I'll tweet Elon and he'll never reply, but I'll say, hey, Elon, when's this pad going to cure? <laughs> he doesn't know who I am. We're all waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all waiting, dude. Come on. We want to see this rocket fly. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll keep our ear to the ground and see if we can figure out when, you know, this stuff will actually be cured. But they're still clearing some stuff up. They're still moving some junk around. So... They'll probably get SN8 completely cleared and all the debris and stuff by 
either the end of today or tomorrow at some point. And, you know, because they, they've done a bunch already. And if they're not, you know, if yeah. they're not cleared by the end of today, it'll be early tomorrow. Um, so we'll see. We'll see about yeah, that. And then they just only, have to wait. They're only, at this point, they're ready to move it. They're only really uh, stopping point is the speed of the dump trucks, really. I think that yep. they can get it cleared no problem today. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. It'll be really, really, uh, it's just going <laughs> to, it's going to be horrible just to, like, sit. We have to sit and wait, though, for SN9. We Now, it's like, it's not the yeah. rocket. You know, they've done some tests already. They're going to do some static fires over the next two weeks, over the next week or so. Do some static fires. Um, once those are done, then SN9 is technically cleared to fly, but not technically cleared to land. So we'll yep. see. But maybe the additives, you know, maybe they have some crazy additives in the concrete. So maybe we'll see. Um, yeah. Wessel says perhaps we could make a concrete using Mars dust, possibly. And there's there's Absolutely. some yeah. Um, there's been some studies on earth with uh substitute mars dust and you know they've they've made concretes they've made things out of like habitats and things out of mars mars like dust so regolith regolith yes exactly and they it's <laughs> really word. cool it's really really cool so we might have a show about that too what do you guys think we've done a couple of those in the past but i really do enjoy them and there's all sorts of new habitats coming out all the time and uh yeah, you know. we could do a, a Mars technology uh, show. Yeah, sure. So all the they they have competitions every year about you know building stuff for for to use on Mars to build new habitats or uh, create electricity or fuel or whatever it happens to be. So we could certainly go through those and and find the best ones. Yep. Yep. Uh, when and what is the point of a static fire? Well, static fire tests the engines, tests the, the fuel, uh, make sure that everything works properly before they launch, basically. They don't want to blow out an engine. They don't want to blow out a tube, a pipe anywhere, or anything that feeds the fuel into the uh, actual engine. So they have to test those things, and they want to make sure that the, uh, the engines are cooled properly before they launch them, and nothing breaks off when they do the static fire. So um, that's pretty much the short and long of it. Um, and then once they do the static fire test, they know everything works right. And then they can go ahead with the full, you know, the full flame, turn it up and crank those engines up and launch this sucker. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. And I think we'll see, I think we might see a static fire this week. I think so too. Uh, maybe Thursday or Wednesday or something like that. Um, that'd be awesome if we could see that. Yeah. That'd be uh, really, And I think really we'll, cool. we'll, I think the next week, maybe we'll see a, a relight of those engines as well. So yep. a static fire, then a, a stop, full stop, and then a relight several, a couple minutes later, which would be amazing to see too. Yeah, that'd be really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, so here, I'm We're spoiled say... though. You know, we've already seen yeah. this stuff. We've already seen them do static fire on SN8. So it's, it's, uh, it's old hat for us, but for them, it's a very important process of it. Yeah. Um, but it'd be great to see, uh, great to see that stuff happen again. Yeah, that would be really amazing. Um, so I just posted a link to a YouTube video that we did before. Um, and I also posted a link to our discord. We're, we're verging on 300 members on our discord and we want to get up to 500 awesome. because we're really pushing it. Um, because we want to get into, uh, discord's partner program. So I'm going to spam the link again. Um, we want to get a discord's partner program so we can offer more to people for the space news pod, uh, people out there. So. Make sure to join up there. And we're going to wrap this up in a couple seconds here. Um, so if you guys have any questions, make sure to post them on the Discord. Here's a link directly to where you can add questions on our Discord for the live shows right here. This is a, like, that's the channel right there. That's the channel you do. Uh, and before we do these shows, we do a Monday and Friday. We do Twitch on Tuesday and Thursday and other stuff during the week too. So make sure to subscribe to the channel, of course, and get notifications because, you know, that's the only way you're going to know when we're live. But if you enjoyed the show, I appreciate you st stopping by. And, you know, if you enjoyed it, make sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe, of course, and go to Discord if you want more info. There you go. There's, uh, there's one more one more question in the chat that people are asking about artificial gravity on the Mars trip. Uh, my guess is that they will not even bother trying to have any artificial gravity on the Mars trip. It's only six months. It's not really that long. People spend that time on the ISS 
Yep, regularly now. That's a that's a standard mission on the ISS. So, um, no, they probably won't bother with any artificial gravity going to Mars. Certainly in the yeah. near future. Yeah, and eventually they they may build something like a huge starship that has artificial gravity. Um, <clears throat> but at this point, you know, it's just a it's a tube basically. It's a rocket tube. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be floating around. A lot of complexity. It's a yeah. lot of complexity to 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 build gravity. Um, yeah, on a ship ship that going just going to Mars. It's not that long. Yeah, yeah. That's it's and it's a massive undertaking. It's a massive massive thing that you have to send either send to space or build in space. And we're not quite ready to build in space yet. So um, that's going to be a little while, unfortunately. Those kind of things are going to take yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. And Cool Mad Mike says, six months one way and decrease, decrease gravity on Mars for a year, two years would be a record. It's certainly a long time to be in decreased gravity. Uh, Mars is, what, a third of Earth's gravity? Yeah. Um, we don't actually know what's going to happen to the body on Mars, even. Yeah. Uh, we know what happens in space for, for a while, and somebody's been up there for over a year, so we, we kind of know what happened to his body um, in that time. But, uh, yeah... A third of of Earth gravity. Who knows what the effects are? Maybe, maybe it fixes a lot of the issues that we've had. Maybe a third is enough. We don't know. And and so these first people going to Mars, it'll be part of a grand experiment, right? Yep. Let's find out what happens to humans. They're going to be living guinea pigs. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be. It's and they be know it. Crazy. <laughs> and they know they it. They do know they it. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And that's what they signed up for. It's like. Yep. It's like saying Absolutely. to an astronaut, why would you go to space when you know your body's going to get messed up? Or like to an athlete, why would you yeah. play football if you know your body's going to get messed up or soccer or baseball sure. or whatever? Like you're going to get ripped up in all those sports or skateboarding or snowboarding. I have to use my own sports. Um, but <laughs> um, anything like that, like why would you do it? And then you just say like, because I want to. And I think it's really cool. And that's all you got to say. Like, and no one can touch you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's really cool to go to Mars, man. But why wouldn't I? Yeah. Like, that, that's the other thing. Why wouldn't I do it? And so those are the dreamers, man. And those are those are the people yeah, that we sure. want to surround ourselves with. Yeah. And Bad Wolf is saying they're not going to send people to Mars until they solve the radiation problem. Of course. They, they need yep. people to be safe as possible on Mars, though. That problem will be solved. Yeah. Yeah, and we're we're working on that for our show too, for our um for our own videos, and we're gonna have discussions, yeah. live discussions as as, about. Yeah. Yeah. The next uh, the next video after this one, we'll go into uh, our radiation solution for Starship a little bit, in addition to the deck that it's uh that it's going to be describing. So, yep. um, you know there are there are people working on the radiation problem all the time. Uh, Mars radiation on Mars is a different story. You could actually use Mars itself. The, the regolith to stop some of that radiation or absorb some of it. So um, it's actually probably a little bit easier on Mars to deal with the radiation than it is in space. Um, but uh, yeah, they're going to solve these problems. There's people working on these problems all the time. Yeah. All right. So I guess that is it for now, my friends. I want to say thank you to everybody out there. Um, of course. Yes, thanks. thanks everyone. Thanks to uh, to Neil for joining me today. Thanks for all your questions too. Um, all your, you know, it, we're gonna try to answer as many questions as we can um, for our live shows from now on. And of course, I've I've sent this link a bunch of times today. But here's another link to our Discord. We want to get it as active as possible too. So if you have anything space related, um, SpaceX, Elon Musk, whatever, go to our Discord and start talking about it because we have other like-minded cool people there that'll help you out and hang out and uh, we can discuss things like mars radiation you know traveling to mars starships blue origin if you're up for that um of course we're not just spacex uh nasa ula all, everything everything involved with human spaceflight we love it so come on over and join up on discord uh so yeah thanks everybody for hanging out appreciate it make sure to subscribe yeah, of course thanks very much of course, sub, and uh, we're going for 60,000 subscribers. When is that? We're at 55,754 right now. So close enough. We're close. Thanks, guys. All right. We're out of here. Have a great day, everybody. And from bye the bye. Space News Pod, see you soon. And bye-bye. Here's some renders, by the way. Here's some renders of our uh, Starship. 
So check those out as you watch the people that have become members of the show and contribute to the show. Thank you to um, Jerry Rawson for becoming a new member of the show today. And also Mr. Glick Click for the uh, super chat. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye.